Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by Lion Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman. We are continuing on with our division previews, getting you set for all your fantasy drafts. We'll also take a look at some of the futures market odds as well. And Tyler, I know you had a best ball draft the other day. So tell us everything. How did you do? I mean, it's best ball. It's early. Mm-hmm. We're drafting in July. But uh, all in all, I think I, I I did pretty good. I like the team. So let's hear some of your picks. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Dawson Knox. So I, I did a little Buffalo stack yeah, there. In, uh, Aaron Jones was, uh, I think, my second round pick. David Montgomery was uh, the other running back. Uh, kind of a weird league, though, because you have to draft a defense and kickers. Oh, okay. So it uh, wasn't as deep of a best ball team as normal sure. because, because of you that. know, like mm-hmm. four spots are taken by that. But uh, but it was fun. Nice. It was good. Now hopefully Football I can beat everybody else in yeah. the industry, you know? Uh, football season right around the corner. And remember, you can play best ball as well on Underdog Sports. They've got their um, best ball mania going on. So you can win millions of dollars in prizes. And we'll include the link below. So be sure to sign up for that. And if you don't know what best ball is, all it is is a draft. And then the computer takes care of your lineup every week. It just plays the best possible lineup. So it's really the best part of fantasy football. You don't have to pay attention every week and set your lineup mm-hmm. and stuff, which some people consider fun, like myself. But I get it if, you know, life gets it, in the way and it you is get fun. busy and you miss one week and you're done for the season. But you know uh, I mean? best ball is fun because, like, actually I've been using it to study for my personal drafts mm-hmm. because, like, if you did a mock draft or something, yeah. like, people don't really care and they do dumb <laughs> stuff. When it's a best ball, like everybody actually cares, so you get a better feel of what's going on. That's a great point. So also remember to sign up for LineStar right now. You can lock in that $19.99 a month price before football season, and then it goes up to $29.99. Still a great deal, but you definitely just want to save 10 bucks while you can. Yeah. And that is right now. We'll drop the link below on LineStarApp.com, so just be sure to click on that and sign up it'll really help you in all of your fantasy drafts and throughout the season if you're playing daily fantasy it also helps you with prop bets as well so sure not does. just for daily fantasy and we got big things coming with prop bets oh yeah so let's take a look at the nfc south of course probably yeah, yeah right <laughs> i was reading the rankings of the different divisions of course mm-hmm. nfc south is last and if Brady did not come back, yeah. how bad would this division it be? It would be pretty miserable. So let's start off. We're going to go worst to first in terms of the standings for last year. We'll take a look at some fantasy play. We'll go position by position and talk about some mm-hmm. of the fantasy relevant players. And then we'll at the end, we'll take a look at the futures odds and see if there's anything we like. We'll also take a look at the win totals. So uh, the first team, obviously, we're going to look at is the Carolina Panthers, who last mm-hmm. season went 5-12. and 12. The big news, of course, is Baker Mayfield, that trade last week. So we've got a n- new situation here in terms of fantasy. 
Um, in terms of the coaching staff, Matt Rule's back for another season head coach uh, as head coach, and then we've got the new offensive coordinator in Ben McAdoo. So some interesting things there. But at quarterback, you got Baker Mayfield now. Um, he battled an injury to his non-throwing shoulder through 2021. Career low in his passing, his pro football grade. But um, what do you expect from Baker Mayfield, and how impactful is this move for the Panthers, do you think? I think it is very impactful. Mm -hmm. I think Baker is a huge step up yeah. from what they have had at quarterback. I know we were talking earlier. DJ Moore has never had a quarterback that has thrown over 20 touchdowns. That's crazy. And I mean, Baker averages over 20. So it's a huge step up. I know Matt Rule officially has came out saying that it is not Baker's job and that it is a um, going to be a competition mm -hmm. in camp. But that's total BS. Yeah, there is it's no way job. it's me. It isn't Mayfield's job. Yeah. Now, I know that he hasn't he he didn't have a great season last year. I think that mm -hmm. injury really he was trying to play through it to his credit yeah. and the numbers showed it. But I did want to bring up and I talked a little bit about this last week when we mm -hmm. did talk about the Browns was he actually has some pretty good stats to uh, to show for himself since entering the NFL. His five point eight percent big time throw rate ranks fifth in the NFL behind only Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes and Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. um, so he's in really good company and, you know, in terms of going up against Sam Darnold. He's just, you know, and as a Jets fan, I've seen firsthand. Uh, I think yeah. the Jets really yeah. did him dirty. Yeah. I, I they, think they, have, he... they do have a track record of basically ruining quarterbacks. So, uh, you know, hey, I get it. I get yeah. that. But Sam Darnold, uh, every passing metric out there, he's one of the worst quarterbacks in 2021. Yeah. Um, his passing grade was... 41st among 44 quarterbacks and his quarterback rating was 40th so yeah I mean, he hasn't they, done himself any favors in carolina mayfield played hurt and was still better than darnold yeah i think that's <laughs> that's all that needs best. to be said as far as this quarterback <laughs> uh competition <laughs> now as far as are either of these relevant in terms of fantasy yes yes i would say baker is Mm -hmm. uh, I do like Baker far down in like a best ball draft. Mm -hmm. I, I think that he is a great value, especially when some people don't think he's the starter. Sure. Uh, so I do like that. And I think he's very valuable to DJ Moore. Now let's talk about the running backs and Christian McCaffrey, one of the fantasy mm -hmm. studs. He's uh, no running back in the history of professional football has averaged more PPR points per game than McCaffrey. He's coming back this season. And in terms of his health, we talked to Dr. Chow from Pro Football Doc and SixScore.com. And he sees no limitations for McCaffrey and doesn't see any reason why he can't have a great season. In, uh, in my draft yesterday, it is an industry draft. The person that had the number one pick did take him over wow. Jonathan Taylor. Wow. So a lot of people do like him and agree with that Dr. Child yeah. statement that he's going to be a full go. Uh, and behind him, Dante Foreman and Shubba mm -hmm. Hubbard. So either of those 
appeal to you in terms of fantasy? Uh, I mean, McCaffrey, obviously. Yeah. Sheba uh, Hubbard or Foreman, yes. If McCaffrey gets hurt, I think yeah. they're in a great spot. Sure. But it's, you know, only in case of injury. Yeah. Now, wide receiver, you mentioned DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. He's gained over 12,000 yards and scored exactly four touchdowns in three consecutive seasons. And you mentioned a stat earlier about some of the guys he's caught passes from. I'll just list out the names, okay? Oh, man, it's bad. Cam Newton, Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, Garrett Gilbert, Will Greer, Teddy Bridgewater, P.J. Walker, Sam Darnold. Now the guy gets a quarterback mm-hmm. who is pretty decent. Imagine having quarterbacks where your best passing quarterback is Cam Newton. And that was Cam Newton at the tail end of Cam Newton, mm-hmm. not the good Cam. Newton. Right. <laughs> yeah, he struggled a lot. Um, so DJ Moore now has a quarterback that can throw him the ball. Mm-hmm. And although Rule has expre- expressed a desire to run the ball a bit more, but still, I mean, DJ Moore, I think, is a beast, and I think he'll have a great season. I agree. I I like DJ Moore. I think he's a top 10 wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Baker, I think he could push the top five. All right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a little I like bold, him. bold prediction, but I, I obviously see that. Well, it, it's not only has he been good the last few years, but it's also that the team isn't that great. They're probably going to have to throw. That's a good point. So. Yeah. And taking a look now at Robbie Anderson, I mean, do any of the other wide receivers appeal to you? I mean, Robbie Anderson can be good. Meh. Yeah. Just meh. Robbie Anderson's another guy that I wouldn't mind for, like, a best ball draft Mm -hmm. on my, like, home leagues. Mm -hmm. I'm not touching him. (laughs) And as far as the tight ends go with the Panthers, uh, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Ian Thomas or Tommy Trumbull. And the Panthers targeted tight ends just 13% of the time, which is the lowest of any team in 2021. We've come a long way since the days of Greg Olson for the Carolina Panthers. (laughs) Their tight end room is terrible. I would not trust them, even in a best ball league. (laughs) I am not going with them. So let's go to their futures odds, shall we? A few interesting notes since the um, Baker Mayfield trade. Let's see how that kind of impacted things. The odds makers didn't actually make any significant changes. The DraftKings Sportsbooks kept the Panthers Super Bowl 130 to 1 and odds to win the NFC at 60 to 1. So those remained unchanged, increasing the Panthers NFC South odds, though, from 12 to 1 to 10 to 1. And uh, Baker Mayfield, a better put $1,000 on the Panthers to win the NFC at plus 6000 Better also put down $10,000 on Baker to win the comeback player of the year. So that was an interesting one. I do like that one. Yeah. However, what signifies a comeback player of the year? Because, I mean, he played all season. Right. Like, well, yes, he didn't play well. He was hurt. I guess that qualifies. I, yeah, I don't know. If but he played Is there a statistical injury. measurement that yeah have to hit? I don't know. And Because I, I saw that headline that somebody did that, and that was my first thought. It's like, well, he's not really come back, yeah. but he is because yeah. he was just bad. <laughs> <laughs> the other uh, note here is the Browns actually play the Panthers 
week one, which is awesome. I mean, you couldn't I have written it. a better storyline there. And the Pretty uh, sure the Cleveland NFL. opened as four and a half point favorites. Now they're favored by just one point. So mm-hmm. interesting note there. So taking a look at the futures odds, of course, uh, not we're not looking at the Super Bowl or conference no. for them. They've got a ways to go for that. And in terms of the win total, we've got six and a half. What do you think about that win total? And would you go over or under in this? I am going to go over. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually going to go back to that minus one uh, for Cleveland Mm -hmm. week one. Yeah. I think think Carolina should be favored because Watson's probably not playing. That's a good point. And I'm sure... Those will change. Those numbers will change as well. But uh, yes, absolutely. I also think they're going to go over. And this is why. So their defense actually ranked second Mm -hmm. last season in terms of yards per game allowed. I don't think they got worse on defense and they only got better on offense with Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield. They had five wins last year and now they've got Baker and a healthy CMC. So I only see them going over that now in terms of their strength of schedule. It is 12th. Um, so not too bad. They have a October where they're playing the 49ers, the Rams, and of course they've got the Bucks in their division yeah. as well, which makes things a little more challenging for them. But they've also got the Falcons in their division, yeah. so they can benefit from a few wins against them as well. I, I think they probably split between the Saint the the two games with the mm-hmm. Saints. Yep. Probably win both games versus Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's three wins. Yeah. So they only need to win a few out of conference and they got it christian mccaffrey rushing yards is 925 and a half i'm kind of loving this over what do you think i like the over as well uh it's probably that low because injury and also i wouldn't be surprised if carolina doesn't use him quite as much especially with a good point especially with uh bringing in another back and foreman DJ Moore, uh, 1,100.5 yards. Is he going over or under? You know, if it wasn't for that .5, no. I'm, <laughs> right? I'm going over without a doubt. And same. Comeback player of the year. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has plus 700. He's the mm-hmm. favorite to win comeback player of the year, which I like that one. Uh, plus again, it comes back to what, what is, is that? comeback player of the year. What does that even mean? Okay. Quarterbacks generally win that. Okay. And yeah, with that, true. I think you have Trubisky, you have Baker, and Mariota. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd expect one of them to probably take it. Speaking of Mariota, yep. let's get to the Falcons. Um, we've got head coach Arthur Smith, who spent 2019-2020 at the Titans offensive coordinator before taking over in Atlanta last season. And offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator remain the same. Quarterback is Marcus Mariota. So Matt Ryan, of course, traded to the Colts. Now, Mariota hasn't technically started a game since 2019, and even then hasn't been that impressive. The last two years he spent as a backup behind Derek Carr in Las Vegas. Now, we always like a quarterback that can run, but I don't see him running as much. Uh, I mean, anymore. he's going to have to. It's not like the Lions. <laughs> is he a is fantasy? Is he worth the fantasy football pickup? In like your standard, standard friends, PPR. twelve team league, no. Nah. 
can I see people taking a flyer in best ball? Absolutely. Just because of the rushing upside, he can easily have one or two weeks with because of his rushing mm-hmm. that makes him playable. He also got Desmond Ritter in the third round, uh, the quarterback from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. which should be interesting. Uh, reports are he's decisive, quick pocket passer, very fast. Um, but just a reminder, only six rookie quarterbacks have finished as a top 12 fantasy football scorer over the past 10 years. So, mm-hmm. interesting there. Yeah, it's not going to be. <laughs> Running back, Cordrell Patterson. Mm-hmm. He ripped off some serious numbers last year, finishing in his eight games before spraining his ankle against the Cowboys. Um, he was top 20 running back in terms of PPR. And... Actually, he has far less wear and tear than a guy like Jonathan Taylor. Absolutely. So this is an interesting one for me. Uh, You know, I like him. However, it also is kind of an outlier how many touchdowns he had Mm -hmm. compared to touches. True. Like, I don't foresee that efficiency again. I would like to see Atlanta lean on him a little bit more, though. Mm -hmm. It took him... Took them several weeks into the season before they really like were like, okay, you're our guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to see you know him actually playing seventies yeah. percent of the snaps or so. Well, Patterson's receiving friendly role helped him work as the RB twenty two and expected PPR points per game last season, just behind Nick Chubb. Now taking a look at the wide receivers and someone that uh, Tyler's pretty high on is Drake London. Um, of course, Calvin Ridley is mm-hmm. only s- suited up for five games last mm-hmm. year, now suspended all season. Kind of feel for him, just due to gambling. Uh, yeah. I Of of all the offenses that, this offseason, and he's probably going I mean, to come away with the worst We may be biased punishment. working right. for working a, for a sports, sports gambling, gambling company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but absolutely agree. It. It is kind of crazy that he has suspended this long when he was stepped away from the team in doing it. It's mm-hmm. not like he was playing. I think that is two total different things. Yeah. You know. But so, he's gone. So, they're definitely going to be relying on Drake London. Yes. Auden Tate signed a one-year deal with the Falcons. Brian Edward was acquired from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, of course, London is the eighth overall pick from USC. And he's definitely going to get a lot of the looks. From yeah, Mariotta. I did take him in that best ball league. I, I like the upside. But still takes a little while for rookie receivers to get going. That's a good point. Uh, another thing that you we should mention is that Mariota and Brian Edwards were together in Las Vegas. That's right. So they could have some that's chemistry a, that's there. A good point. And he's been a big body receiver that. Yeah. You know, can. Uh, so that yeah, that's an it. interesting point to keep an eye on in that one. Tight ends, of course, we've got Kyle Pitts last season. Pitt joined Evan Ingram and Rob Gronkowski as the only rookie tight ends to finish as a top 12 PPR producer since 2010. Mm. Kyle Pitts, definitely somebody we're looking at for fantasy purposes. In uh, the fantasy draft, he was the second tight end off the board. Oh, yeah. Prior to Mark Andrews. Kind of blew everybody's mind. Yeah, that is is interesting. I Personally, Mark Andrews is my favorite tight end. Absolutely. Of everybody. So, Um, yeah, we ranked number one in yards per reception last season. So maybe 
maybe your guy's on to something mm-hmm. in that draft. Let's take a look at the futures odds for the Falcons. And I'm just going to like go all the way down. They do have the longest <laughs> odds to win the division, just to note their win total at four and a half. Yeah. Strength of schedule is top 10. They have the ninth toughest schedule and a really tough final four games at Saints, at Baltimore, going up against the Cardinals and the Bucks. I'm taking the under in this one. How about you? Uh, with the odds, minus 120 for over and plus 100 for under, I would have to go under. I think four and a half is probably a pretty good line for him, though. Yeah. But uh, if you're yeah, making me pick, I, I'm saying under. I just don't don't see it. In, it's not the Falcons' year, that's for sure. Definitely going to be trying mm-hmm. to rebuild there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious after last year they are trying – Yeah, they were trying to move on from Matt Ryan and everything and kind of start over a bit. Let's take a look at the New Orleans Saints, 9-8 and last season. And it is a new era after Sean Payton stepped down after 15 years with the Saints. And I've been seeing some reports that there are some teams that are trying to coax him their way. And he's even the... Even teams that already have coaches like the Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> uh, he is still technically under contract for another year, though, so they would have to trade for him. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. 2021 Saints were one of the league's most run-heavy offenses. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just life without Drew Brees. Yeah. And taking a look at the quarterback now, it's Jameis Winston, who is coming off of injury, obviously. And when we spoke to Dr. Chow, he is a little bit nervous about Jameis Winston, not so much in terms of throwing, but just in terms of mobility and how that will look. Mm -hmm. Um, His quarterback rating did rank ninth or eighth in terms of big time throw rate, ranked second. However, the Saints ranked dead last in pass play rate in non-garbage time situations when Winston was under center. Um... I'm not sure what to expect from Winston this season. Uh, I think there is some upside with him. He is getting a little help in the uh, wide receiver room. Mm -hmm. Michael Thomas coming back. However, I'm not too sure about him. Uh, They did draft uh, Olave, or how do you pronounce that? Olave. Olave. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, So they, they got him, and then obviously Jarvis Landry. So I do like that. He has some more weapons. Yeah. Uh, as far as Dr. Chow worrying about his mobility. Yeah, I get it. But he also isn't a guy that relies on his mobility. Like, yes, he can move around the pocket pretty well, which helps. But I'm not that worried about it. We also got Andy Dalton as well in there. So just an interesting note there. Running back Alvin Kamara. Mark Ingram, Tony Jones Jr. Now, Kamara is expected to receive a suspension. I've seen people expecting him to receive a six-game suspension. Now, you may remember he was arrested in Las Vegas the day of the Pro Bowl for battery. So his court date is in August. So likely Mm -hmm. the NFL won't act on that suspension until after um, the court date. But we are expecting him to miss significant playing time in that respect. So I'm curious to see how the running back situation will pan out in New Orleans. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. And if they are missing Kamara, it's going to be a lot harder for Winston. Absolutely. Um, Now, Ingram could be good. However, (sighs) I feel like 
it's more likely they go with a free agent, maybe bring somebody in. I'm not sure. I yeah, I mean Ingram will probably be the number one, and then maybe bring somebody in. But I, I mean Ingram's fine, He's fine, <laughs> just fine. Uh, but I I just don't like the offense as a whole without Kamara because he just is able to do so much and make mm-hmm. make so much out of nothing. Yeah, his 18.1 PPR points per game were tied with Joe Mixon for the sixth highest mark in the league. However, slightly below expectation, his efficiency numbers were not as good as yards per carry, 3.7, ranked 42nd. Just something to note there. You know, these running backs, as they get older, sometimes their efficiency numbers go yep. down a bit. Wide receiver, of course, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, DeAndre Hardy, Traquan Smith, Marquez Calloway, and Kevin White are in that room. Now, Thomas started his career on an absolute tear, but hasn't played a professional game in 17 months and counting, dealing with an ankle injury. But entering 2021, Thomas had caught 33 of 36 catchable targets thrown at least 20 yards downfield since entering the league in 2016. That's the fourth highest mark among 64 qualified receivers. So obviously, when he's healthy and when he's in, he's a great Great player, but his health is still a little bit in question. I think we'll see a healthy uh, Thomas. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, I I agree. But, I mean, it is a foot injury, and it just keeps bothering him over and over and over again. And like Dr. Chow was saying, that it doesn't look like he's planning on his foot right. Right. Which... Thomas was all about uh, slots and, you know, kind of shorter routes with uh, Drew Brees. So not being able to plant is going to be a big issue. Taking a look at tight end, Taysom Hill, Adam Troutman, Nick Vanette, Juwan Johnson. Uh, Now, interesting with Taysom Hill. So head coach Dennis Allen confirmed Hill would focus on tight Mm -hmm. end. He said that back in March, so maybe we won't see him so much anymore at that quarterback role, mm-hmm. which he would have some awesome awesome games yeah. in that respect. So it'll be interesting to see how they use him, especially mm-hmm. um, now that you've got Andy Dalton as well. Um, but yeah. So let's take a look at the New Orleans Saints futures odds. And they have the second best odds to win the division at plus 450. Win total set at eight and a half. Is there anything that intrigues you in terms of these futures odds? Uh, absolutely not for <laughs> win conference, division, anything like that. Nope. Win total wise, I will go under. Mm-hmm. I agree. Under. No, mm-hmm. uh, no Sean Payton offense was bottom five last year. Jameis' health is questioned. You got so many guys that might not even be in. <sighs> yeah. Maris could be out. Uh, plus a tough schedule. Listen to this stretch that starts at the end of October for the Saints at Arizona, Las Vegas, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, which still is no cakewalk, Mm -hmm. Uh, Raiders, San Francisco, and then at Tampa Bay. They're actually at San Francisco as well. So that's that's a really tough stretch for them. So I I don't see – I think eight and a half is asking a lot. I I think so too. I mean, that October stretch that you just talked about, like, they very easily could lose every one of those. Absolutely. Uh, playing at Pittsburgh, that is a winnable game, but nobody wants to play in Pittsburgh. Nobody wants to play <laughs> in Pittsburgh, especially when it's at that point in the season, like October, yeah. November, it gets cold, yeah. and the fans in Pittsburgh make 
that a hostile environment. My mom's a Steelers fan. Oh, boy. Got the terrible towels out. All right. So let's talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks now. These are your division favorites. They're all, they also have the second best odds behind the Bills to win the Super Bowl. So the question we must ask ourselves just about every season is, Father time going to finally catch up with Tom Brady. This feels like a broken record every single season, and he proves this yeah, wrong time and time again. It's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Now head coach Bruce Arians retired, so it's defensive coordinator Todd Bowles who was promoted. Now this is arguably the league's single most pass-happy offense, so for fantasy purposes, we like a lot of players especially since Tom Brady's the one that's giving him the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, Tom Brady's six-week retirement kind of dominated the news cycle. But the goat is back. He turned 45 in August. <laughs> it is insane. <laughs> His passing grade at 93 ranked second among 44 quarterbacks with 300-plus dropbacks. His quarterback rating at 102.1, ranked eighth. So at 44 years old, he's putting up still fantastic numbers he attempted like something over 700 passes or something (laughs) last year like the the rate that they pass at is crazy yes and i don't i don't see it changing i think with the uh offensive coordinator staying the same i would expect brady still does what he wants exactly he ranked third in expected fantasy points per game in 2021 behind only Mm -hmm. josh allen and lamar jackson um, he didn't end the season that well in terms of fantasy, tossing only two or fewer touchdown passes in eight of his final 11 games. However, we know what we're, we're getting with Tom Brady. Yes, we do. Running back Leonard Fournette. Fournette ranked behind only Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, and Austin Eckler in PPR points per game last season. He's back, and uh, he did have a late-season hamstring injury. So he didn't have that top five fantasy finish, but the artist known as Lombardi Lenny is back. What do we expect from him? Yeah, I mean, he steps into a great spot, obviously. Uh, No Rojo anymore, but there is Rashad White. Mm -hmm. So I would expect White to take some of that uh, Rojo workload, Mm -hmm. and Lenny probably keeps pretty much what he had last year. Let's go to wide receivers now. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, Tyler Johnson, Brashad Perryman, Scotty Miller, and Cyril Grayson. Mm-hmm. Cyril Grayson. Uh, Evans averaged 9.3 targets per game with Jameis Winston um, from 2014 to 2019, but just seven targets per game with Brady. Um, let's see. So Brady could elevate that workload, especially so Chris Godwin. We're not really Mm -hmm. sure where things stand with him because he's coming off a week 15 ACL tear. And as we've seen with ACL tears, it kind of takes a while for some guys to heal. Mm -hmm. I mean, Dr. Chow was telling us that it just depends on the player sometimes, but you just don't know for sure. And the type of receiver he is, he relies on a lot of cutting Mm -hmm. and, you know, some uh, sideways cuts and left and right. And that might be a little hard for Godwin for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I don't love his outlook. Sure. However, if you do draft him and you're able to do well for the first half of the season, you'll probably crush it the last half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, in terms of Evans, his 126.2 passer rating when targeted ranks third among 78 wide receivers with at least 100 targets over the past two seasons. So Brady could look his way a little bit more. Yeah, and also without Evans, Russell Gage looks like he's in a good sh- a good spot. And then uh, Brashard Perriman had a nice uh, little end of the year once everybody got hurt, and it was just him. Yeah. So I, I could see a little more chemistry with those guys, and Perriman was a high draft pick. Yeah. He's got to look so. for someone else besides Gronk now that Gronk's Besides gone. Gronk and no Godwin, like there's a lot gonna, of targets to Do you think around. he's going to convince Gronk to come back? I, I think there's a good chance. <laughs> Although he says no, I, the last news I saw was he said definitely not coming back. But we heard that story before. Yeah, the the thing is that last time he did it, he got super skinny really quick. Gronk <laughs> did. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like he's getting really skinny like that again. So I don't think it's out of the question that he does come back. Speaking of tight end, we've got Cameron Bray and Kate on, and um, mm-hmm. so Cameron Bray becomes an interesting player in terms of fantasy he does and brady likes to target the tight end in the mm-hmm. end zone uh he has some chemistry with Brate, so i i like Brate as a late round pick let's take a look at the futures odds for the tampa bay buccaneers as i mentioned the second best odds behind the bills to win the super bowl to win the conference they are the favorites to win the nfc and favorites to win the division Win total set at 11 and a half. They have the fourth toughest schedule, though. Are you going over or under this win total? I'll go over. Mm-hmm. I, nobody yes. in their division, you know. Their division is not yeah. good. It's, so. an, it's an easy over for me. Yeah. Number two offense, and their defense ranked 13th. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they got worse. So I mean, slightly worse on offense, but True. they can handle mm-hmm. that. Like, that's yeah. not that big of a deal. Brady's going to make it work. Right. Okay. Some other bets to take note of with Tom Brady. He's got, he's plus 800. Second best odds after Josh Allen to win the MVP. At age 45, that would be quite impressive. <sighs> it would be, and I would not be that surprised if, uh, you know, if he did it. If he did it. I, so going back to the comeback player of the year, can Brady do it since he retired? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need more. We need more stats on what qualifies for this. Tyler is very upset about what I, what makes a comeback player. I, I do think it's funny though that you can play the whole season and then be comeback player of the year. Yeah, that should not be like, allowed. Yeah. So. All right. Most regular season passing yards for Tom Brady. Uh, his odds are the same as Stafford, Mahomes, and Herbert. Again, Josh Allen, the favorite there. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady passing yards set at 45, 20 and a half. Mm-hmm. Are you going over or under this one? I don't know. Uh, I think I would go over mm-hmm. as far as most uh, regular season passing yards. I, I think I would want to bet Herbert over Brady on that. But yep. uh, yes, loving Herbert. Yeah. Justin Herbert. As you know, I'm in on the Chargers this season. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mike Evans receiving yards set at 1,050 and a half. What are you thinking? Anything? Uh, probably over there also, especially mm-hmm. without Godwin for. Exactly. You know, I don't, we don't know how many weeks, but it's going to be enough. All right. So we're both liking the Bucks mm-hmm. to win this one. NFC South pretty easily. Yeah. Yes, me too. All right. 
Now you can make sure to catch all of our videos on the divisions. We've just got one more left to recap. Training camps around the corner. Mm -hmm. And the season will be here before you know it. So make sure to download the Line Star app before the season starts right now. Just $19.99. Everything you need to know to dominate your fantasy drafts. I know you guys got some drafts coming up. You don't want to be the loser at the end of the season who has to dress up in like a maid costume or something and wash cars. I don't know. I just yeah. made that up. But have a license plate that says <laughs> I suck at fantasy football or, or something, you know. Also, if you know of if you have some crazy thing that you have to do, if you're the loser, write it in the comments. Please. I'm always so curious what's at, what's on the line. For, oh, they, there's some good ones. Uh, you got to write I, it in the comments. I love the ones know. where it makes they make people get tattoos. It's yeah, like, the tattoo <laughs> ones. That's terrible. That is rough. Yeah. Uh, and as always, we'll drop some links below to mm -hmm. Underdog, so be sure to sign up for that as well. Remember, new users, if you deposit at least $10, you can get your deposit matched up to $100, so a great deal there. Also, you will get three free months of LineStar as well, mm -hmm. so a great deal. That's going to do it for our preview of the NFC South. Next week, we'll have the AFC South, and then we'll be all wrapped up for the season, mm -hmm. but we'll have... Plenty more content coming your way, so be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. Any questions you have, or who do you think is going to win the AFC South if it's not the Bucks? Nah, it the probably Bucks. is. <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you next time. Good luck in all your fantasy football drafts. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye.